On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, one of two Alberta products selected to Baseball Canada's Junior National Team camp and a check-in with the baseball equivalent to an army brat. Welcome to Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. We'll start this week's episode off by catching up with one of the province's best young talents. Dogs Academy catcher Aiden Macaris has been making waves in recent months with his play behind the plate. He's among the top-ranked prospects in the province and is one of two Albertans, along with Cesar Valero, to be named Baseball Canada's Junior National Team Spring Training Camp in Florida. The Airdrie native had a few minutes before practice earlier this week to chat with us. Let's talk a little bit about, first and foremost, the latest news in the world of Aiden Macris, and it's all about you being named to Team Canada. Talk us through the process of how you found out about it, and were you expecting that phone call? Uh, well, I uh, found out, saw the roster was posted on Twitter, actually, was how I saw the original update, mm-hmm. and then I found the link on the website and scrolled down to my name, hoping it would be there, praying. And then talked over with my parents and let them know, gave them a call, told them everything that was happening, and that's that's kind of how it went there. Where do you go from here with Team Canada? Where do you go on to a camp? What's sort of the next steps in in that progression? Well, here we leave uh, Wednesday morning. Actually, everyone flying out of Alberta area, um, we fly down to go through Toronto and then into Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're, we're there for about 10 days or so, fly home on the 25th, get a bunch of games in against a couple pro teams. Um, there's a couple, I think a university that we end up playing against as well through that time period. Uh, biggest game I think will be playing against the Jays. It'll be most exciting for me anyway, um, them being my favorite team. It'll be great to play against the minor league team, their split squad. It'll be there for that game. What does it mean to you to be named to Team Canada and to be able to represent your country and wear the Maple Leaf? Uh, I know it's a hockey term, but wear the Maple Leaf on the on the front of the jersey. Oh, it's an extreme accomplishment and an honor, I'd have to say, to be representing my country and play, not even tournament play, but just games going around traveling, getting to wear the red and white. Um, the biggest honor by far my career so far no doubt i mean you're you're a young lad and yet you've still been able to uh make some pretty good hay so far in your baseball career take us back to the very beginning and how did you get into baseball of all sports in here in alberta well i was born in edmonton played um until i was about 10 or 11 there my uncles and grandpa they all played baseball and there was my great grandpa played professional baseball so it's it's been in the family for generations everyone loves being around the diamonds so kind of i grew into that in hockey and then i ended up moving to airdrie uh, played for the dogs for seven years um kind of moved out a bit out of hockey more more so into baseball because it was it was my sport it's what i love to do it's being around everyone i love the atmosphere more so than hockey so everyone's you got you gotta be a lot tighter, a lot more team play that has to be had versus individual. 
talk us through the process of picking positions in that. I know you've made a lot of hay as a catcher, but was that always the dream, or were you hoping to be a pitcher one day, or or how did that all tra- uh, evolve? Well, when I was playing both sports, baseball and hockey, I uh, had a deal with my dad when I was really young. Said I wanted to be a goalie, so he he didn't didn't like the idea of that. So he's like, "I'll make you a deal. You could be a catcher in baseball." So I love. I grew up love being behind there. You got you got total control of the field. You're like the quarterback on the diamond. You know what's going on. Tell guys where to go. What's going on? What's happening? You're, you're in total control the entire game. Talk a little bit about that mindset of being in control and how much pride you take in being able to make the calls and, and to be able to tell a pitcher and build that camaraderie with a pitcher, which is a pretty unique spot to be in defensively, especially as you don't necessarily have that camaraderie elsewhere around the field. Very true, because it's being a catcher and, and knowing your pitcher is all about trust. They have to trust that you know what you're doing and you have to have faith in them that they'll execute what you're asking them to do on the diamond. Talk a little bit about your favorite aspect, I guess, of being that field captain and being able to communicate and in such a special way with a pitcher and being able to uh, navigate the waters and, and call the shots. Well, that's one of my favorite parts because you're the building block of the team is, is I think, what it comes down to. Because without someone who's mentally strong behind the plate or no have the baseball IQ to go along with it, then you're whole team could potentially fall apart you've been pretty lucky i would say in terms of your being able to go through the the dogs academy process or good dogs academy and and uh work with some pretty phenomenal coaches but even beyond that is some pretty high profile players as well a jordan precision comes to mind uh walk us through some of the the coaching and that that you've taken away from dogs academy oh i gotta say pro working with pro over the winter and and last winter has got to been something very special because he takes all the stuff that he's learned through his minor league coaches and he helps us here. He'll bring it back and he'll teach us everything that that's going on up top or up higher. And the knowledge of all the coaches and the coaching staff put together is something that you, you just can't put a price on or they, they, they don't get enough credit. I think mm-hmm. for the amount of work they do behind the scenes, extra work that they do with guys trying to get them to that next level. Cause it's also what they love to do is help guys and push them and get them to the highest level that they see fit for them. Have you learned anything about yourself through all this coaching in terms of your abilities and your potential in the sport? I have, actually. I think that I I love to lead. I love to be a leader on and off the field. take a lot of pride in that, and I just love being able to help people whenever I can, and coaches really help open my eyes to that and and work me into that role for trying to help our team succeed in the long run over this season. It's been a really big factor in them helping me see who I am as a person as well. So it's not just baseball. They teach life skills here as well. They build young men too, baseball players and young men. You talk a little bit about who has helped you in the last couple of years, but I wonder, do you, uh, mold yourself after anyone. Do you look at somebody, and you mentioned that the Blue Jays are a favorite of yours, but are there any players that you've looked to and said, I want to be just like him, or do you take bits and pieces of different players? I always take bits and pieces of each guy. Like I like Posey's game, how vocal he is. He's He's been one of my favorites for as long as I can remember, how he, he, how he is on and off the field, his game style play, and also Russell Martin. 
I like him as well. The similarities between me, him, and and Posey. Um, try to develop my game around them because I've seen all that they've done and accomplished in their lives. And I think even with Russell Martin, because I know he played on our junior national team as well. So I see quite a few similarities uh, among us. You mentioned that you figure that over the next couple of months you may make your favorite new memory in terms of baseball to this point. But up till now, what would be your favorite memory in baseball? I have to say going to T12 and playing in Rogers Center because I grew up watching the Jays on TV and and supporting them entirely. And then when I got to go, when I tried out and I got invited to go play at Rogers Center, their home home field, and then watch watch a, a game there, Stroman started. Remember all the details and watching how all the guys warmed up, how they were on the field before the game, during. It's uh, for sure going to T12, being around all the guys as well because you're performing with the highest athletes at the level in your sport that you're playing. Was that somewhat of an eye-opener for you, playing in that tournament and realizing, hey, I'm one of the best kids in this pro- in this country, let alone in my home province? Yeah, that was definitely a wake-up call for sure, showing me all the potential that I have and everything I can do. Talk a little bit about what's next for you and what you would like to see or how you would like to see your game develop over the next year or two as you start to uh, kind of make your way through the processes and potentially even this summer be drafted in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I'd have to say that obviously I'm hoping to get drafted. Um, not not really sure round-wise, just be honored to be picked, honestly. Mm-hmm. And if, if that doesn't happen, then... I go to school, develop my game even further, perform well. If I perform well, hopefully I have a chance to get drafted again and then go go do what I've always been dreaming of doing, playing professional baseball somewhere warm. Is that something that you keep in your mind is the idea and I talked when you talk to a lot of uh, coaches and that around this province is the hope is not even the pro ball aspect but even to go play post-secondary somewhere go play in NCAA do you have that in mind I know I believe you've committed already somewhere so walk us through that process and what you've kind of got in mind yeah so uh last last fall we had a, a showcase down here in the dogs and there was a school there LSU Eunice uh, their uh, feeder school went to LSU, and they I had a really good tournament, performed well there, and then after they they told me that if I was interested in um, going to school there, I'd fill out the questionnaire, get everything done on my end that I needed to, and they'd be ready for their end. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I ended up going down for a visit in December or November. And me and my dad flew down, took a tour of the school, really, really nice school, great field. Um, and then while we were there, made my verbal commitment. And then this uh, this past November, signed my national letter of intent. How excited are you for that potential? It's been eye-opening the last couple months for sure, ever since I signed my national letter of intent, because... They, they're an unreal program. Their track record of players that have been produced or moved on to higher levels of baseball or education. The, and even winning their World Series the past year here was unbelievable. So it was, it was great see seeing them have that success in the past and, and even now in the present. 
when you look ahead to the end of 2019, what will you define as success or what do you hope you accomplish or what's on your bucket list by the end of this calendar year? On my bucket list, I'd have to say getting drafted and, and going to play professional baseball somewhere. But for me as a person and, and my game, I'd have to say continuing to develop all the finer points and continuing to improve uh, mentally and physically on the field to accomplish best I can. Aiden, thanks so much for the time and joining us on the podcast. It was great to chat with you. Thank you. You too. I really appreciate it. All right, a little bit of a history lesson now. Let's go back to 1992. Jim Bennett was the pitching coach for the Lethbridge Mounties. It was his first stop as a coach after 13 years in the minor leagues. He would go on to coach a number of different teams in a variety of ballparks over the next 15 years all over the U.S. and even into Australia. Going back to that year in Lethbridge, though, it might not have been an overly memorable season for Bennett as the club went 24-50 and and they had only one player graduate to the major leagues, and that was pitcher Rodney Myers. It was memorable for another reason, though, for Bennett, as his son, Tyler James, was born on July 22nd of that year. While Alberta is technically listed as his birthplace, we found out he didn't spend a whole lot of time here as his father moved to Arizona to coach that winter. TJ ended up getting into baseball himself, playing his way into the San Francisco Giants minor league system. He's played at a number of levels and a couple of different countries as well. For the last four seasons, he's been with the Brisbane Bandits, leading them in several offensive categories this past year. Bennett helped lead the Bandits to their fourth straight Australian Baseball League championship in February. He's back in North America now after signing with the Chicago White Sox over the winter. And as spring training continues, we had a chance to chat with the six foot three, two hundred fifteen pound infielder and one time Alberton. Pop up to shallow center. Unroll makes the catch, and there's history. Unequaled, undisputed. Four in a row for the Bandits. What's it like winning a championship in a completely different country from where you were born or where you were raised, like in Australia? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, anytime you get an opportunity to be a part of a championship-winning team, it's special. Um, being my third, fourth opportunity now to be a part of that team in Brisbane and winning another championship there, um, it, it is. It's very special, and it's, it's cool no matter where you're at um, on the planet. Um, it's, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, it's fun. You've had quite the road trip in your life in terms of baseball. It started in Alberta, but not very long, though. Walk us through your, your road trip through the baseball world. Oh, man, how much time do we have? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so briefly, um, my dad's a minor league coach, and so I've grown up around minor league baseball my whole life. He, he was coaching in the Northwest League, and they used to have a – a co-op team up and one of the teams was in in uh, Lethbridge, Alberta. So that was where my journey started. I was born there, scheduled my birth on an off day. Um, baseball has been what my life has revolved around for a long time. And, uh, you know, from there I grew up in Arizona, got an opportunity to go play college baseball at Oral Roberts University, which is in Oklahoma. Ended up transferring and going to a school at the University of Utah in, in the state of Utah. Um, through summer ball, I've gotten to play in different places like, uh, 
again, Canada. I played in the Northwoods League in, in, in Ontario, Thunder Bay, Ontario. I played in Anchorage, Alaska one summer. I got to play in California. And then once I started my professional career, um, the the cities just continued, and, and I, I got to expand all throughout the the country in, in the States and then have had the opportunity to play in Australia uh, four different times now. So that's that's been really neat. What's it like being the baseball equivalent to a military brat? You're basically moving all <laughs> over the country, following your dad and, and trying to live the baseball dream, not just for him, but also for yourself. Yeah, it was interesting how, um, you know, he has his career that – our family has kind of uh, absolutely supported and, and been a part of throughout my childhood and growing up. And, and then, you know, I started to develop my career. And uh, it, it's cool how our careers have kind of crossed paths in Australia where we've both gotten to, you know, uh, I got to play for him as a professional, and that, that's been pretty neat. Um, I, I like to tell people, I mean, oftentimes when I meet new people, I pretty much tell them that, the answer to most questions that they ask me uh, is baseball because in one way or another, my life has revolved around baseball for a long time. Um, it's usually why I go places or, or get to travel different places or uh, reasons why I'm missing out on different events or different things like that. But, uh, you know, I, I enjoy it. And, and not only do I enjoy it, but I, I truly feel like it's, it's my calling in life. It's something that I love to do. I'm passionate about, and I feel like it's it's definitely my purpose is to be in this baseball world and to hopefully impact people that I encounter, whether it's on the field or, or fans or um, people in the front office, whoever it is I come across. I, I hope to leave some type of impact everywhere I go, um, a positive impact of encouragement and, and to show people that, you know, you can chase your dreams and you can – you can do what you put your mind to and, and really that you have a purpose in life and, and to live that purpose out is pretty special. Living the dream, going into baseball, playing some pro ball, and, and I'm sure you've probably come across some really interesting and really different styles of not only baseball, but different styles of travel. Any stories yeah. in your short career thus far that really stand out as being, man, oh man, I can't believe I lived that aspect of the game. <laughs> yeah um well first of all you're absolutely right um you know being a part of baseball in, in all these different spheres has has really taught me a lot as far as different cultures i've seen different types of the game played out um whether it's australia or different asian cultures that i've played with and different styles of the game um so that aspect of it has been pretty neat and yes, there has been a few different um, <laughs> instances where and I wonder how did I end up here. Um, and, and thankfully, m- many of those are in the past and they're early on in my career where I kind of had to take a few chances and step out into some different opportunities. I remember there was there was one time really early. Um, I, I don't remember exactly which year it was, but. Basically, I was looking for a place to play. I was, I was in between teams. Um, I, I needed to get some at bats, some some just game time to stay ready for whenever that next team may call. And uh, through one of my dad's connections, uh, an ex minor league coach 
reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be a part of this, uh, um, I don't even know what to call it, this team up in up in the Northwest. So it was in Seattle, and he said, you just come out, we'll, we'll cover your flight, we'll take care of you, we'll put you up, you'll be up here for about a week, we'll play a tournament. They were actually planning on going to Canada for that tournament. Um, and and I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll do it. Um, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to play baseball and – and really at that point in my career, I was willing to do anything and everything to get that next opportunity. So I show up, and it turns out it's not in Seattle. It was in uh, some city across the water in the middle of the forest in Seattle. <laughs> some, I don't even know if you could call it a suburb. But I finally arrived to this house that we were staying at, and uh, it turns out the entire team was actually staying at this one house. There was about like 18 of us, and we were in this house. It was a two-story house, which was nice. It had about three bedrooms. Um, so if you're doing the math, there there really wasn't a ton of space for all these people. Um, there was no furniture. There was a few blow-up mattresses. And I remember the first night that I was staying there, I came across a few little, uh, we'll just call them friends, crawling around on the floor, uh, crawling around near our mattresses and, uh, definitely did away with those as soon as I could. And and that was one of those moments where I was like, man, I don't even know what city I'm in right now. How did I end up here? There's cockroaches on the floor. I'm sleeping on the floor. I don't know what's going on. What am I doing? But, uh, (laughs) shortly after that, I actually only made it about two or three days in that, in that house. And then I, I received a call to go play, um, elsewhere. And so I didn't make it for the whole tournament, but I, I did <laughs> experience a little bit of, uh, some, some crazy situations there. Yeah. No kidding. Did your dad's travels kind of teach you to expect the unexpected that way? I mean, just looking at where he'd gone to and whether it was Lethbridge or Boise, Tri-City, Asheville, I mean, he was all over the map. So that probably gave you a little bit of a a dry run on how things were going to be. And once he got into the baseball world yourself. Yeah, absolutely, man. I don't think you could have said it any better. Um, I think it definitely prepared me as a kid. I, I saw that as normal, even though it was so far from normal. Um, you know, I, my dad left every, every year at the end of spring training, he went away for whatever season he was in, uh, whatever team he was on. And, and yeah, we absolutely, we took, we took vacations and, and trips to go visit him frequently and got to see him all the time. And it wasn't as much about him our lives because he was still just as involved but just the idea of traveling and going to and from um that that being a reality it it kind of made sense in my head growing up and then becoming an adult going through college and then entering the professional career um it it kind of me for the times where you don't know where you're going to be in a few weeks or different situations where you know, there's a lot of unknown and a lot of change going on. I do feel like uh, his lifestyle and growing up around it, I got to ride the bus with him. I got to go on road trips with him as a kid, as a young teenager. I got to experience those things. And I think that has helped me and prepared me a lot for uh, all the things I'm going through now. 
Final question for you. What's on the radar for TJ Bennett going forward over the next uh, spring and summer? I know you're in Arizona now. What are you hoping and dreaming here as you're, uh, as you're priming up for almost your second baseball season of the year here? All right. Yeah, kind of rolling in right into another one here as spring training is about to kick off. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I do feel refreshed. I was able to take, um, We'll call it a week. We'll call it a week after the <laughs> Australia season, and uh, got to take some time to myself, spend some time with my and some friends. Got to be a part of uh, a really special wedding last week with them, and kind of got away from baseball for a short time, um, just long enough to get me excited about what's to come. And man, honestly, uh, I'm going into a, another season with, but it's my first year with this team. I, I get to start up with the White Sox this year, and. So I think just the fact that it is new and it is my first season uh, with them, there is a sense of excitement. There's a sense of newness. There's a sense of, you know, not really sure what to expect, but, you know, excited for what's on the horizon. So it gives me a a new sense of, I think, the energy that I need and focus and just determination to, you know, go into this season and and do everything I can to to play baseball at my highest ability, but also just to be the human and be the man that I feel like I'm called to be the, and and again, leave the impact that, that I hope to leave everywhere I go. TJ, it's been a pleasure getting a chance to chat with you and talk a little bit about uh, your past and also the connection that you have here in the province of Alberta here. Thanks so much for joining us in the podcast. Absolutely, man. Great to talk with you. Thank you. We want to thank Aiden and TJ for joining us on the podcast this week. Be sure to stay tuned to albertadugoutstories.com for stories on those interviews in the coming days. As always, thanks to you for supporting ADS. If you don't mind, take a minute and give us a rating and review wherever you're downloading the podcast. It will help us spread the word. Have a great week watching some of the baseball that's starting up now, and we'll chat again next time.